Okay. Slight uh, technical delay, but we're up, and if you can't uh, hear us, just call it something. We'll be able to handle it. So we began to get into the complex, difficult, and somewhat confusing if you don't see the Makaris, which, Mr. Shem, we're going to continue to see, so we're not confused, and we have to be very careful as we discuss, as always, not to say something about a tzaddik that's not accurate and try to understand the Maise Tzaddikim, even when over here there is a mistake. We have to know the Havimin and the Maskana and why it was done. And that's what we're trying to explain. We're in the middle of Yiftach's carrying out to some degree of his neder. All the Mepharshim agree that it wasn't really chal. was a chal even hektish damim like Erchen. And we saw last week the Ramban. Ramban and others hold that he was mekayimit, quote-unquote, quietly, which is part of the reason in the backdrop why Pinchas didn't come and why there wasn't an uproar, because he knew that at best it was a sensitive thing. He wasn't interested in being mefarsimit, and he held to his harashah, and it was a chiyah for him with Mesiris Nefesh, him and his daughter, to carry through, as Ramban says, an incorrect shot in the Pusik of the Chayrim, which is the Ramban on page one of your set, on Kol Chayrim Asher Yecharam Mina Adam, that the leader has a right to pronounce the Chayrim, and the Ramban says the reality is that's only when it's a punishment for renegades or to keep people in line or Beis Mochama and the like, not a neder to what he thought in his mind to try to trigger Siat Deshmaya in terms of the victory in the Mochama. The victory he had, Baruch Hashem, and it was a complete victory, and it was an ace, but this had nothing to do with anything, and it was wrong. And the Ramban says that one should not be misled by the Pshat. Uh, he quoted the Ibn Ezra, as a matter of fact, Rabbi Ross Mordechai, uh, one of our uh, long-time listeners, says that the newer Mikras Gadolis actually found with the Ibn Ezra is a bit of a tumult, because it's not the Ibn Ezra on Chumish. It's quoted in another Sefer or two. And even if you couldn't find the Ibn Ezra, it's the Rabag, the Radak, and all the other, come out, all the other Mepharshim, probably down to the Malbim, and they all say that to not bring her as a carbon, the act of fulfillment of the neder was living in solitude in the Vedas Hashem and not getting married, which the Pusik and the Madaik of the Pusik seems to indicate over and over again. She didn't get married, she didn't have children. If it was a human sacrifice, which he very mistakenly thought, okay. Ke'ilu, it was like an Akedis Yitzchak, but it wasn't rescinded. Uh, the Pasuk Lacher would have been more beferish. Ramban would say, no, it's so horrific, the Pasuk's not going to spell it out. So, there are Diukim, Lakan, Lakan, as we saw. We're here to explain what went wrong in terms of the process, in terms of the chain of command, who's supposed to go to who for this. Shaila, it's not a, a petty covet issue of me, Barosh. 
And whatever pshat we say is going to be, if you would dig very, very deep to find 0.001% of the motivation or lack thereof. And we mentioned that last week. We're going to delve into it more now. And let's go to Ma'amokam number four. <coughs> Already in the al number three, it mentions that Pinchas was alive, very old, and he was the kind Godel. He was the ranking Pesach and Godel in terms of experience and seniority. And in the middle of everything, the Bnei Ephraim are going to come and start a fight about, also seems to be about COVID, but their angle is that they want to help. They want to be involved. Why don't you call us? This happened before, if you remember, by Gideon, and Gideon was able to diffuse the potential civil war by acting very uneven dick. He said, you're right, and money, and I'm a cotton, and, and everybody went home, and that's the best way to handle it. And their time is coming mostly from a good place. The very small amount, I don't have to say .001, it was a little bit more, because this was the Hamanam, but what was driving it is we're Shevet Ephraim, and we're supposed to be taking care of Klai Yisrael. Interestingly enough, it wasn't Shevet Yehuda. That's the part. The two Shvatim, if you had to guess with your eyes closed, would bring up such a time as either Yehuda or Ephraim. But it's Ephraim then, and it's Ephraim now, and it was a little bit over the top in how far they're going to push this agenda. And uh, they should have been called, maybe, yeah, maybe not. Remember the map? This is Ava Yarday, and that's central Israel, and they didn't need the help, Baruch Hashem, and they needed the help on paper. But he dove into Hashem, and he was a tzaddik, and he had an ace, and the war is over, Baruch Hashem. But apparently it, it wasn't internally, and we didn't do that parak yet, but I read one plus again. Is going to be a bloodbath here because of this, and he's not going to back down. And he feels that he's Shafit and is a din of a melech, same malach as this Ramban in terms of what his uh, deberm and sivunim are in terms of a melech. And uh, there are maribamachus, and we have to punish them. And that's going to come in a very big way. That backdrop is due to the lack of siyat because of what's going on with his personal nether. And what's going on with his personal nether is going to not have siyat because of what he does to shave it or frame. It's happened concurrently, and I say it in both directions because I'm going to show you soon the medrash seems to have it in both directions. That each point uh, was tremendously lacking in siyat You see the disaster that unfolds despite his titkus and his victory. And... In life, we always try to tap into mitzvah, gererah's mitzvah, not avera, gererah's avera, and sometimes mistakes uh, that were self-imposed, if I can call it, can lead to other mistakes because of the lack of happens to be going on over here at the same time. So with that, let's go back to page four, and we will see the second medrash, and then we'll see the Rambam in terms of what the din should have been. The Medjish is trying to address how this went wrong, what exactly went wrong, and that's why the Rambam is going to be Nagay over here. We have Pinchas, who doesn't need an introduction, and we have Yiftach, who now doesn't need an introduction, and they both mean well, and something goes very wrong. Before we read the Medjish inside, it's for the Pashup shot, many Mepharshim say that Pinchas didn't have a Havamina, as many others did not. 
that Yiftach would go through with this. He barely heard, he heard whisperings of rumors because this wasn't done by Rabin. So even according to the Ramban, how can he not go and make sure that everybody's safe? The answer is he didn't have a Havamina. And travel wasn't easy and he didn't have a phone. And Yiftach felt that if there was something wrong with this, no doubt Pinchas would have heard about it. And if it was really wrong, then he would come and tell me. The fact that he didn't even tell me there's a Shaila. Now, that's a miscommunication. How can you have a miscommunication like that? The answer is they were miles away. And it was sort of shrouded in mystery and secrecy. And whatever they heard, each side thought it was a double pushed for very different reasons. And think about that, just for Pasha Bashat, that could happen. They weren't standing next to each other and they uh, didn't have any confirmed rumors and Pinchas almost couldn't believe it was a Havamina and Yiftach said, if there was any Shailah over here, Pinchas would no doubt notify me. And Benkach or Benkach, she was lost, either lost literally or figuratively. And that certainly is the Pasha Bashat. The Medjish will allude to that as well. But the Medjish will dig Far deeper, let's go to the top line in this Medjish Tanchuma on page four. B'shosh nocham b'nei aman, nada b'yitz ha'shosh and emavid, yiftach neder v'gaymer, v'yayetzi v'hayya l'ashem v'halisiyu, ayla b'yitz ha'shosh haya alav kas min ha'kosh baruchu. So before anything goes wrong, the neder itself was not right, and there was kas in shamayim, on Yiftach. He shouldn't have made the Ned. It was not necessary. He was doing just fine with his tefillahs and with his messaging to the enemy and the outlying uh, issues of um, the Taina that the Umm had. You took our land and he wrote a beautiful letter and a second beautiful letter and he gave the history and he explained it well. The Medrashim that the letter was written with Ruch HaKadosh certainly had the Zakeim involved and he was doing everything right. This Neder was not only Superfluous, it was counterproductive, and right away there was kas. Amar, Koshbach Kaviacha said, Ilu Yatsabesa Kelev or Khazir or Gomel Hayamakava Solofani. What kind of nether whatever comes out of my house is going to be a carbon? That's a reckless nether. As we started to discuss last week, why is this different? The Medrash also comments, there are various Chazals that talk about Eliezer's nether, that the Young lady who comes out to the well, she's going to be the one, she's in the next chain, link of the chain, and she's going to be the wife of Yitzchak Avinu. That also sounds a bit reckless. So the answer is, it was a little dangerous, and Chazal pointed out, but we're talking about Eliezer. Even over here we're talking about Yiftach. Both Hashem Shemayim. Eliezer, Ever Avram, always follow directions, so if he did it, He's the person who is, if you recall from our drushes on that parsha, he's really stabbing himself in the back every time he takes a step in this direction. And he knows the end of the line for him, and he's waiting his whole life to marry into the family, and he still does it. So we're talking about a very unique mice of Messiris Nefesh and Sitkus. And the reason it worked over there is because it's Mistaber that the person who comes and with Mesiris Nefesh runs back and forth and goes to the well, or the person who the well comes up for, and is schlepping back and forth, and is extremely, exceedingly generous, and giving and giving camels drink a lot. And then she's offering to the men, and she, so that's the young lady who is a tzaddikis, who's going to be worthy to marry into the family. So the simon itself is going to prove it. So it wasn't reckless. How many people are going to do that? 
Uh, yeah, it's closer. Okay, but they're, right, right. There could have been all the young ladies in town, and how do you know? And the, the medrash asked the question, says she could have been a mamzeri, she could have been this, with a nice, uh, generous outlook on life. It was a bit dangerous, but in Shemayim, they gave him Siata Shemaya because at least the Simonim were there. And one second, the same thing with Shaul and David Amel. Shaul makes an announcement. We can't get anybody who's willing to go fight Goliath, understandably. Shaul himself, who had fought him once before and succeeded in getting the Luchas out of his hand. And here he knew he was already lacking in the Cheshek because he's lacking in Siat Shmaya. And he asked for a volunteer. No one's volunteering because it was a one-on-one. And if you lost, you lost for Klaeso, who's interested. And he finally made the grand announcement... Whoever does this and wins is going to marry the princess. That's a pretty big gamble. Again, there are Madrashim would say, well, he could have been, who knows, an Evan, an Amzer. Who knows who got some? Baruch Hashem, it was David HaMelech. The safe part of that, to the extent it was safe, was that the person with the Zchusim to beat Goliath is probably worthy of being my son-in-law. So he already has to be a man who's coming out, who's brave, who's willing to fight, and has chusim, and who's davening well, and is going to do something for Klai Yisrael. Okay, that's safer. Still not perfect. Not really, if the king puts out a message that this is the reward. A little hard to take it back. So you can say, I didn't mean you. Well, that's, uh, as context, what? You guys obviously grew up in a democracy. That's uh, very obvious. <laughs> I'm about to say that in a negative. <laughs> One of you two are both. <laughs> so, not really. She's the princess, and uh, Melech can't go back on his word, and uh, this is the way it is. The young ladies listen to their fathers and listen to the kings, and uh, she could bring up, by the way, uh, Tati, your highness, uh, I heard about the Yichas over here. The irony of here by David is Shaul's going to use it against him because he's going to make up tainas about the Yichas, but that's not what the Medjish is bothered about. So, not really. Uh, see, I, I, look, Eliezer said this is a tefillah as he's walking into town. If he starts checking it out, who's going to know if he backs out? But he knows he can't back out. He's making a deal with a Baruch He can't just say, he's, oh, Baruch doesn't want this. So then don't make the deal in the first place. So, yeah. Shaduchem here, depending on an extra siyata deshmaya. Okay, okay, it's making a vart today. Don't say that. <laughs> you know, say that's such a wide application. Yeah, you might as well jump in because it's all up to Hashem. Anyway, that's true. Yes, that's uh, that's correct. But it's scary. The medrash here, these chalukim are talked about because the medrash sort of begins by saying it's a tainan, every one of these as a process, and yet the few others got in and succeeded, and this one is a disaster. So the moral of the story is you got to be careful what comes out of your mouth in terms of nadarm and diburm, and then you have sometimes more siyat than other times, depending on the circumstances. The kach zimen labita, as a punishment, his daughter comes out, as we just said, it's a lesson in Hochas Nadar Mishvus. Had the schus last night. Bacher called me from 
here and says, I think I have a problem. I made an editor, we discuss an editor, and he says, I'm learning the Dharma, <laughs> and I should be more careful. I said, you're learning the Dharma, that's why you know at least you had a Shaila. But that's a learning curve. You've got to be careful. And Chazal clearly say, as the Pasuk says, uh, better you shouldn't make the Dharma. And if you do, and there's room for it in certain circumstances, you've got to be careful, and you've got to know the rules and regulations. At least they knew it was a Shaila. You have to recognize the silver lining of the tzitkas over here that the easiest thing in life is always to find excuses and for him certainly this is extremely painful and he's going to suffer a lot afterwards from it because he was wrong doesn't realize that yet, but the mysterious nefesh is willing to go through this. So I'm going to say, well, it's a bad application because over here he shouldn't have had mysterious nefesh. That's correct, but at least recognize the inherent sitkas over here. Most people would say there's got to be a head to here somewhere without even realizing that that might be coming from his laziness or his lack of mysterious nefesh. So you can cut and paste the sitkas aspect to many situations in our life where we just take the lazy way out. Lamaisa over here. It was incorrect. And now the Medjish wants to know, so what went wrong? Why didn't he ask Pinchas? Why didn't Pinchas come with the information? Why didn't he ask Ashayla? Again, we have to figure out the process in terms of Mibarish, the chain of command, who is supposed to be going where. And this is a real Shaila. You can't just flippantly say, wow, what difference does it make? In a chain of command, if you're running a government, it does make a difference. If it's a shayla of real pikochna fascist, it shouldn't make a difference. But as I prefaced, nobody knew that. Pilchas barely thought there was even a credible rumor, let alone a real havamina. And Yiftach said, if this was a problem, I would have heard about it from the people who Paskin the shaylas. Again, terrible miscommunication. But there was no communication at all because they were at a distance with all that, there was a tiny, tiny down the recesses of the neshama, a tiny on Pinchas and Yiftach. There's the Pinchas over here who was a thousand times greater, and only a Baruch who can have that look at the inside story, and only the Medrash can tell you based on the Messera what's going on. But Keep in mind, this is if you'd peel away everything. And it's for us to learn that the job in life is to constantly check and recheck and recheck our deepest motivations. That's a very important one. Let me explain that for a moment because people see this and read it. We don't read Chazals. We try to understand them and learn them. You can read it quickly. As, I'm not going to an Amaris. What does that mean? What, they, you don't pass Kishayas for Amaratsin? And if an Amaris is getting himself in trouble and there might be an innocent casualty, you don't go because Amaratsin, certainly that's not the case. What's going on over here is, I alluded to this two weeks ago, at the beginning of his tenure, when Pinchas became Shefet, it was really not pushed that he had the status of a Shefet and that he should become a shefet. The original deal offered was we have a war to fight. There's 200,000 troops at the border. 
and they're not here to say hello in a friendly way. And therefore, we have to get our act together. There's no standing army, there's no standing general. And they couldn't find a volunteer, like by Goliath, because who wants the Achrayas? And they realized that this is an Einish and like a Siatashmaya in the whole Matzev. And the Zayn Tuvia got together, had a meeting, another meeting, and they couldn't find some. Finally, they swallowed their pride. And they went to the one man they knew was brave enough and was tzaddik enough to take on the mantle of leadership. And he didn't live here anymore because they threw him out. That's very embarrassing. So they swallowed their pride and they got up and they went to him, Barrett's Taiv. And the tzaddik that he was, first he sat over his tainas and then they worked on it and he was Michael them and he took the job. So far, so good. What? Yeah, you have to. So far, so good. The only problem is, he said, what's the job description? Nothing wrong, at a meeting, an interview. He said, we need a general, very capable general. We're going to give you all the support you need and all the covet. We've got the troops ready. We just need a real leader to bring all this together. And he said, yes, I really have to be shafed also. He wasn't doing that because he's hungry for covet. He's hungry for covet. He would have stayed home in the first place and fought with his brothers instead of moving out to Aristotle. Remember, the first time we meet Yiftach gives you the inside look of who Yiftach was and why he was a leader and that he was, he was an Anav and he wasn't looking for a fight even though he was quite capable of fighting. And he just leaves instead of fighting, which is Gavaldic. That's why he was chosen. So why do you want the job? The answer is I'm not going to be effective. If I'm just a general, they need the leader and I'm not going through this again to be thrown out again either and I am human and I can't handle that twice. Okay, that's realistic also, and it's back and forth, and then they made him the shafir, but that wasn't the original offer, and the reason it wasn't because he was a relative Amaretz compared to what you started with today, of Shmuel Badeir, and there was Pinchas and there were others, and Pinchas wasn't looking to be the shafir either. He was here for the last couple hundred years uh, helping Klai Yisrael run, and they didn't particularly always need a shafir every moment, because Klai Yisrael was in the Madrega to govern themselves, and as he mentioned at the beginning of Sefer Shaftim, most of the time that worked quite well, except for the disasters here and there. Um, we didn't even get to the biggest one yet. But the disaster at the end of this story, which was a success, uh, was part of the problem, is that Yifta didn't want to go, not because he was an Amaretz, because he was an Amaretz who was filling the role as a Shaifet, and Pichas didn't think he should be Shaifet. That's what's going on over here. And he probably was not the only one, definitely was not the only one who thought that way. And therefore, the only tzad that Yiftel could claim the Pinchas should go to him in terms of the halacha is that he's the shefet, and shefet is like a melech. And even that is going to be highly debatable. We'll get to this week and next week. If you have a real melech and there's a kind gadol, who goes to who? Certainly, if the ranking kind gadol and gadol of many generations who has been there to save Klai Yisrael, Pinchas, he doesn't even think he's a shafet in the first place, let alone the dimian to melech and whether that helps. So that's the word over here. The taina wasn't his lack of learning. That's the person who usually has to ask the shaila, you've got to answer him. And if he's not coming, you should go. The problem is, if I go, I'm giving a hechshah temple that he's now the shafet and the war's over. He was a very capable general, did a great job, excellent statesman, gavaldic. But if he stays at the helm of being shafet, that's a bizarre to Klaisrol, and the Shafet during peacetime is here at a Paskin Shailazamana Sahedrin. That's not his job here. 
So that's not a point of me barosh of COVID issues. That's a point that Pinchas says, I have responsibility, and I can't just go give a Hesher's temple, and then he'll continue being Shefit. And Pinchas is not looking for the job. Not now, not yesterday, not tomorrow. But he is in charge of making sure the selection process is correct. He doesn't think this is proper. I will remind everybody that Chazal say, Lamaisa, Yifta, Bader, Kishmur, and they list him as a Shefit. That means a Shemayim, okay, based on the Madriga of where Kleist was holding, but. Zemashiesh, he was a shefet. He's going to pass Kadavishayla. No, he knew he wasn't the best learner around, and that's fine. So he'll get the Sahajan to do it, not the Sahajan in his area. They didn't pass in this nether correctly either. But that's fine. He, he knew his limitations, but Pinchas felt that was dangerous. So you understand, you can read this Medrash in 10 seconds and miss that entire shot, and that's what's going on over here. And Pinchas felt, if I go, I'm going to be sending the wrong message. In a vacuum, that's understandable. The Medrash is going to soon comment that Lamaisa, he didn't go, and Yiftach is not going to him because he un- thinks he is the Shafit or he is the Shafit, and he thinks he shouldn't be going, which again, we'll yet discuss whether even that's true. And Benkach Benkach, she's going to be lost. And that bottom line is never acceptable, no matter what the Cheshmanes are. That's what's scary over here. That's a lot to keep in mind that we've been developing for a few weeks on what went wrong. But just to say, ah, the COVID issues, politics, that's selling everything short and not understanding the key who Pinchas is and really who Yiftach is either. That's why you can butcher up any Maise and Navi extremely well just by doing it quickly. <laughs> this is a perfect example. Yiftach Amarni, Reish Shefti Yisrael, Reish HaKetzinim. Ashpal Atzmi Ve'elach Eitzel Hedjid, he thought there was a Shaila of Kavaramachas at stake, which where he was coming from is understandable. It's going to explain why he starts killing a lot of people in Shevet Ephraim, which was the same problem. And between the two and their position, Lamaisa, she's going to be lost. Whatever that means, now the Medrash is going to use some pretty literal language. Sounds like the Ramban. And there was an Einish. Pinchas Nestakam and Ruach Now he had very deep Cheshmenis Apiyalach, as we just explained. So he wasn't He lost his Ruach HaKadosh for a Tkufa, which is a big Einish for somebody like Pinchas. But he still remained Pinchas, he still remained the Tzaddik, and he was still a leader people came to talk to. And he's going to have Ruach HaKadosh. Later on in life, he's going to live a long, long time yet. So there was no, as Einshim go, it sounds like on paper, Yiftach got the worst of the two. I'll read the next part in a moment. Losing Ruach HaKadosh, something like Pinchas, is, uh, is an Einish. But there was an omission of what he should have said, conscious omission, because he felt he shouldn't be going, give you a Hesher's temple. Once you heard this explanation as you did five minutes ago, it's understandable. So you didn't get a direct unish. Yiftach Lamaisa would make two assumptions. I have a full status of a king and I can't go to Pinchas. Sounds like there's a bigger taina on Yiftach. Even if you have a full status of a king, even if you're supposed to be the L'chatchil Shefit. When we get to the Ramam, you'll see even the king is supposed to go to the king Gadol. Here's a Shiloh. So there's a mistake over here. And for somebody like Yiftach whose calling card is Anivas, and that's why I became Shefit, which is great. If that's his calling card, then if he has any shayla about the well-being of his daughter, he should go ask a shayla. So it sounds like from this medrash, the bigger taina, based on the Einish, is on Yiftach. Yiftach will not go on to live hundreds of years longer. He will have a tenure of six years in total. 
that's not terribly sh- short for a shefet in general. Often the shefet became shefet in the end of life. There's a shefet coming up for the next few weeks, extremely important. It's coming up soon in the uh, next parak. His name is Bayaz, Ifsan. He's shefet for six years. He was leader of Klai Yisrael for decades and decades. The actual tenure of being shefet, he says, that's not a problem. But the problem is, let's read the next line, Yiftach nispazru atzmoisav, Nebuch, he died a very slow and painful death. He had some disease, Rahman Litzlan, where he lost his limbs and he lost it in various cities and had to bury each limb, Tumas Kainim and the like, and Chiv Kvuras, a Shailah, where that comes from. But the Pasuk describes that he was buried in cities, Lashon Rabim. That sounds a lot more, contrast that with the line before. Pinchas lost his Ruach HaKadosh, and even that wasn't indefinite. And Yiftach dies relatively young, Shafir for six years, and he's buried limbs in all the cities. So I think the Enish tells you, if anything, Pinchas should have known more, you would think Pinchas would get the bigger Enish. The answer is, Pinchas didn't want to go give a Hesher temple, and Yiftach, his whole Midah, which for the most time was what gave him all the Sitkis, was his Anivas, and he didn't use that over here. It was misplaced defense of his Malchus, which, as I will show you, Probably next week. Even a Melech Yisrael, David Melech Yisrael, Shlomo Melech Yisrael, the din is if you have to ask a Shailaf in the Urvatumim, you go to the Kayan, not the other way around. So even Lu Yitzur, that would have been the Matzav, he's not right. So that's a pretty. See, the Midlas of reading this Tanchum very carefully. Again, the stock commander will have cash on Pinchas aside, gift of his Pazras, Mesav, Shekeng Siv, the cover Baare Gilad, cities. Loshin Rabim. Yes, I saw a hand. Yes, so, and you'll see, yes, you'll see even more graphically the next few lines that it sounds like, as Ramban is claiming, that it was an actual carbon brought, unless you say, just put the possibility. But it says Shneim. It says Shneim. Right, so he's got a little bit of the mouth. Yes. is the one who actually told her, go to the, you had your two months, go to the palace now. Yeah. But it says Shneim. I'm, I'm using more the second part that you contrast the Anshim. It sounds like one is a lot worse than the other. It says Shneim, but it sounds like they're both as. It sounds like that. Sounds like that to me. And the Hemshaf Lamej is going to sound very much like the Ramban, Shailiz, the Radak, the Malbim, and all the Pashtonim also had the Medrash. My guess is going out a little bit, I don't want to say going out on a limb, that would be very bad over here. Very bad. And it's not, not something to even say as a, uh, because it's horrific. The whole thing is, uh, but going out, the uh, Medrash talks about the Mal. The next part is going to talk about as he brought her in, she was crying, it says, why are you shechting me? That either means literally, like Ramban suggests, or the Radak and Rabag would say, why are you shechting me? You're killing me, meaning you're sending me off at this uh, life of solitude. One possibly could learn the measures like that, and I think uh, the Radak and the Rabag might say that, although the Rishayim that quote the measures sort of say, like, in Kabbalah and Kabbalah, and they hold that's not the Pashim shot. there's room for that also, but that's going to be where the Machlaikas is, yeah. I, 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 I heard that uh, one of the Zerakim, that Yitzhak lost the Kahuna from his descendants, that, that 
here it just says he lost his Ruach HaKadosh. It wasn't just, there were other, that comes more from what's going to happen with Eli and, and his sons. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's going to be later. And he gets back. He doesn't lose Ruach HaKadosh forever. So that's why if you put the two together, it sounds like Yiftuch was a lot worse. Let's finish off the Medrash. Remember the other measures she went around to the local but they didn't they couldn't find the heter for the red they said we'd love to help out we can't find the heter the rabban explains was learning and they were learning this is part of that pasuk and if the leader says it that to be makayimit and it's a rasha, and it's not normal operating procedure, needless to say. It's Lamaisa a thousand times worse. It's Usr, and the Gayim did it around them all the time, and Hashem doesn't want this. And there was some banking in the back of their mind, no doubt, on the Hafamina of Akedis Yisluk. The answer is it was a Hafamina. And the Malach screamed out at the direction of Akedis Baruch Hu, don't do that. Stop. Do not do that. And Abraminu still wasn't sure. A little bit, some dam. Even that was a rasha, but he thought the rasha was something if Hashem said it to do it. There's more Vahavmina, he got a direct Navua. Here, Yiftot didn't get a Navua. The Neder was brought up by himself. He didn't, nobody asked him to make the Neder, and it was conjured up in his own mind. So she brings it up now. At the 11th hour. Shema Kazakaj Barcho Bateri, she is from a Krivel fan, Kaj Barcho, Nafshis Adam, Enkse Bater Adam Kiakimi, Kem Karban Lashem and a Behema, Menabehema Veloi, Mem Bene Adam, Amalabiti Nadarti. So he doesn't argue on the drushes. He says, Yes, that is what the Torah says. I'm well aware of that. And this normally absolutely usher on every level. He's not such an Amaris. He doesn't know that. I said it. He thinks it's a free-for-all. So my daughter, sometimes life is difficult. It's harder for me than it is for you. And quite possibly so. And I have no choice. So again, he was wrong. But you have to see the tzitkas and yiftuch over here. He's not answering the question. Yes, he's answering her rasha. She's saying a pasuk. He says, I know the pasuk. You're right. Because that's what harasha means. That's the word. Harasha means shah for the hour. It means it's not to be repeated, not before, not since. And that's always what harasha means. Harasha means against what the normative din is. Then he gets harasha has to be either. Taisis has two shitas, Eliel al Harkarmel. You ask anybody, stop anybody in the street today, ask him, give me an example of harasha. So everybody would tell you in their sleep, especially if we learned it here at Lance, Eliel al Harkarmel. Okay, that's the, cl- the Gemara brings that. It's a classic Harasha. Tell them to bring a carbon. They're near Haifa. That's quite far from Yushalayim. Har Carmel, you've been to Har Carmel? They'll show it to you. They really, the tour guys, that's really Har Carmel. Not the Shaila where Shmuel's buried and that's Shmuel Alf and that's Shmuel Bays and they're all confused. That's really Har Carmel. <laughs> so they know where it is. That's quite far from Yushalayim. You can't bring a Shchutichutz. if you're five feet out of the Azara. Shchutichutz also. That's a serious. Serious Avera. All Averas are serious. That's like Mitzvah Shemayim. So is our Rasha. And the Gemara says, if you're Eliyahu Navi, you've got to be a confirmed Navi. You can't start off with our Rasha. And then a second one, then a third one, like Shabtai Tzvi and others, such notables before him. I say that. Lashon uh, But if you're Eliyahu HaKamel, so then you could do our Rasha. And even that, Taisis says, two shittas, whether he had an Avuah in a Shemayim, to do this. We need a Nevuah Min HaShamayim. He's Eliyahu Anavi. The answer is, 
the referendum here in that sugya should be, might be, that even if you're Eliel Bahar Carmel, you come with the Ravua, Hashem told me to do this, maybe that's when we retire you, bounce you out, and maybe try you for treason. So, Kamashim Alam, if you're Eliel Navi and you're claiming to have a Ravua, you're a Navi Mursuk. That's option number one, two very different Shatam and the Gemara. But even that you might need a Raya because people have a Chir, maybe they went off. It happened maybe once, not with Eliel. Or is the pshat that he's allowed to do a raw shah and he thinks of it himself because it's necessary for the shah, for Klai Yisrael, and the people he's trying to make Baal Shuva are not coming to Yushalayim. And therefore he's got to do it over here. Don't try that at home. That's a raw shah for Kirov, which is dangerous. But if you're you could do it once every couple of thousand years. And the other sheet in Tesis says he didn't get a direct nevua. Hashem was maskim, kaviyachol. Shemayim de'a maskim, and it worked temporarily. Hashem came and it made a roshim temporarily until he had to run out of town from his evil. And he wasn't protected, but he set out to do something which only the Godel of Dar, and he was the Godel of many Darus. Eliyahu Anavi, big Nepinchas, maybe it's the same person. <laughs> so... They knew how to do a harasha, and ironically over here, Pinchas is looking at this, he's not going to, no, have many, he's going to do this, he would never think this is a harasha, and this is Mutter. Speaking of harashas, he would never do this. And uh, he didn't think this was going to happen. But the concept of the harasha, Giftach is saying, I'm the ranking leader over here, and I said it, and therefore how can I go back? That comes from a great sitkus, a very bad application. This would be an Al-Tahid Tzadik Harbeg. The Hemshech, which we're going to see next week, if you look at page 5, is going to be the Rambam, where Halacha Lamaisa, if you have a real king, that every Maskim is a real king, and a real king Gadol, that they had over here, who goes to who, and it's not petty, covered, me, The Shailah is what's the Halachic process. Amit Hashem, we'll get to that next week.